Unfortunately, not every book you pick up will be a winner. There will always be books that just don't work for a reader. Come find out the top 10 worst books I read in 2023. Hey, story lovers, it's time to unwind, relax, and get comfy cozy. You're listening to the Bookmarks and Blankets podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Matsudaira. Each week, I discuss my favorite forms of art, which are books, movies, and TV series. I also love talking about cozy living, cozy hobbies, and self-care tips. If you like reviews, recommendations, discussions, and a whole lot more, then you're in the right place. Join me with your favorite blanket, beverage, and snack, and let's get cozy together. Welcome or welcome back, my book friends. I hope you are all doing well. If you are new, welcome. My name is Kelly. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. I hope everybody is having a wonderful holiday season. As we're winding down to the new year, I've been in a mood of reflection lately. I joined the online book community just this year, and I had an amazing reading year. I'll tell you all of the stats of everything that I read in another episode that will be coming soon. But for this episode, I will let you know that I read a total of 100 standard novels. Now, this doesn't include short stories, graphic novels, or children's picture books, because I also read those. But 100 books this year. That is crazy. I have never, ever read this many books in my entire life, let alone in one year. So this is just amazing. I have read some really, really good books. Unfortunately, we're not here to talk about the best of the best yet. That episode is coming next. In this episode, unfortunately, we're going to be talking about the books that just didn't work. Not every book we pick up is going to be five stars. Some will be rated low and others we just won't even finish. And that's why we DNF them or did not finish them. So let's talk about the worst books that I read in 2023. Now, this is not to say these are bad books. They just weren't for me and my reading preferences. So if any of the books on this list are books that you do enjoy, please continue to support these authors and enjoy reading them. Not every book is for every person. I absolutely respect all of these authors and artists, but just some don't mesh well with me and some will mesh better with others and work for other people. But these did not work for me. Before we hop into my list, let me just go over some quick logistics. As I do with every episode, you can find the companion blog on my website at bookmarks.com. You can see the full list over there and get more information. If you want to know what I'm reading in real time, you can follow me on Goodreads. I'm in there every single day, multiple times a day. And then you can also find me on two of the social media platforms. That's Instagram and X or Twitter. All right, here are the worst books I read this year, and unfortunately, I would not recommend these to anybody. These are in no particular order. I've spoken about all of these in previous wrap-up episodes, so if you want to either listen to those episodes or read the full reviews, you can do so. I have all those episodes available on the podcast, or you can go over to my website and you can find all the companion blogs with all of those full reviews. So I'm not going to go into super specific details, 
I'm really just going to list these out to make this a super quick episode. All right. So I did categorize these in three different categories. So the first one were books that I rated 2.5 to 3 stars. There are four in this category. So the first one on my list is The Halloween Tree by Ray Bradbury. I listened to this in October on an audiobook. And while I really enjoyed the narrator, he was really dramatic and animated in his delivery. It was very entertaining listening to him. I just couldn't get into the story. It was hard to follow at times. It got really weird. And overall, it was just really boring. There were many times I contemplated DNFing it or not finishing it, but since it was such a short audiobook, I think it was about four or five hours, I went ahead and just finished it. Maybe if I read the book or I know there is an animated movie, if I would have watched it instead, I would have liked it better. But listening to this audio was just not for me. The next book on my list is When I'm Dead, which is the third book in the Black Harbor series by Hannah Morrissey. And I gave this three stars. I listened to this audiobook via NetGalley. So I did listen to the arc of this. And it was a multicast of narrators. I had a lot of problems with this book. And one of them was the narrator of one of the main characters, Rowan. She was really hard to understand at times. And I just didn't like her delivery. So I was feeling a little lost when she was speaking. And she was just not a narrator that I would want to listen to again. As for the story, it was just a boring murder mystery that barely kept my attention. There needed to be a lot more action and a lot more things happening. I also didn't care for the characters and how they behaved throughout the story. It also got a bit woke at times, and I just don't care when either the author or the publishers throw in some of this woke messaging. If this wasn't an audiobook, I probably would have DNF'd it if I was actually reading it. Overall, it was probably the worst mystery thriller book of the year that I read. The next book on my list is Archibald Finch and the Lost Witches by Michael Guyon. And this was also a three stars for me. I would say maybe this is a 2.5 to three stars. This was my first middle grade fantasy read of the year. I read this back in March. I almost DNF'd it when I picked it up because I just had a really, really hard time getting into the story. I absolutely loved the illustrations in the book. There were a lot of those. And that's what really what drew me to buying the book in the first place was all of the artwork. But the story itself just really was chaotic and all over the place. And the fantastical elements were just really lacking for me. It just got really weird and too fantastical. I also had a hard time with the names and the locations. If I can't pronounce names and words, I just really start to lose interest quickly. Overall, it just fell really flat for me. I didn't care for many of the characters. And it took me until about 60% into the book before I actually started getting entertained by it and started enjoying it. I also didn't like that there is a cliffhanger that we end on. I don't like books that end in cliffhangers because then I feel obligated to pick up the sequel if I really feel like I want to know what happens next. I have seen that the sequel is on my library app and I've contemplated checking it out. Maybe it gets better, but I'm very skeptical. And also the writing felt a little amateur for me and it was just hard to read and understand and it just got confusing. So I don't know if I would want to pick up the sequel or not. 
And then the last book I have in this list, I did give this 2.5 stars, but I rounded it to three stars on Goodreads. And that is Nettle and Bone by T. King Fisher. I listened to the audiobook again through my library app. And while the narrator did a great job, I just couldn't get into this story. I know this book is this author's most popular title. Everybody talks about this book. It's very beloved in the community, but I just don't understand the hype around it. It did have that classic fairy tale feel, almost a gothic vibe as well. And there were many interesting characters and setups, but the story just fell so flat for me. It was so boring. For a fantasy story, nothing happened. It was so incredibly boring. And then it was just over. It was just a bunch of lush, flowery prose without any real substance. I also didn't really care about any of the characters and the romance between the main character and the fallen warrior. I wasn't really getting a lot of chemistry between them. So there was just really nothing keeping my attention with this book. Again, if I wasn't listening to the audiobook, which was on the shorter side, I probably would have DNF'd this book if I was actually reading it. All right, for my next category are the books that I rated two stars on Goodreads, and I have two books in here. The first book in this list is a book I actually just read this month, so I have the review coming up in my wrap-up episode, so I'll talk more about it later, but that is In a Holidays by Christina Lauren. I listened to this audiobook and I seriously contemplated DNFing it around the 50 to 55% mark, but I went ahead and I finished it. I barely could finish it. This is just another Christina Lauren book that I did not care for at all. I really, really did not like this book. They may just not be authors that I care to read anymore. I like to give people three books, like a three strikes and then you're out. So I've read two of these authors' books, and I just cannot get into their stories. Maybe it's their writing or it's the story. I don't know. But the first book I read was The Unhoneymooners, and I gave that three stars. And this book, I gave two stars. So it's not looking good for these authors. But I just had a really hard time with the story. The story itself was lacking. It just didn't make sense at certain points. It's supposed to be a time loop, like a Groundhog's Day. And we barely see her time jumping or time looping. The main character was super annoying. I thought she was really immature. And the other side characters, they were just okay, but no one really stood out to me. There wasn't much really going on in the story. I got really, really bored with it. And the romance between the two main characters were just not convincing at all. I felt there was zero chemistry between the main couple I didn't care about anybody. It was really hard to force myself to finish this book. It was very disappointing for such popular mainstream romance authors. Because if you don't know, Christina Lauren is two women that write under this pen name. So unfortunately, this time around, two heads were not better than one. And then the other book that I gave two stars this year was Marchwood by R.A. Lawrenson. This is a middle grade read about some animals and they go on this adventure. This is the first book in a cozy fantasy mystery series, but unfortunately I will not continue in it. I read this back in May. I almost DNF this book because the writing in this one was just terrible. 
It was very repetitive. It overexplained way too much. And it just felt like it really needed a good editor. It felt very like amateur writing. The story itself and the characters were okay. They were decent, but I just could not get past the low quality writing. It was also a preachy book with many woke ideologies that I do not agree with, let alone being in kids books. I was absolutely appalled by that. And I just could not get on board with this book. All right, so now we are down to the four books that I did not finish or DNF'd this year. Now, this first book was, I would consider, a soft DNF because I may come back and try to reread it at some point. But that is The Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman. I know a lot of people really enjoy this cozy mystery. I read this back in June but I DNF'd it at about 37% into it. I may try to listen to the audiobook from my library app to see if changing the format might help. Maybe it was just reading it in a physical paperback was a problem, but if I listened to it, maybe I could get into the story a little bit. But this story was just so convoluted. It was so chaotic, and I got really flustered with the whole thing. There were a lot of characters to keep track of. It got really confusing and muddled at times. I also didn't care for most of the characters. I didn't really find any of them likable. And if I can't find at least one character to relate to and to like and root for, it's going to be really hard to continue a story with these characters. I also thought it was supposed to be a funny story. I didn't find much humor in it at all. And then the murder mystery was just super boring. I thought this was going to be a really funny, entertaining, sassy, witty murder mystery with people in a retirement home, but nothing happened and the characters weren't likable. And I just felt really disconnected from the characters and the story. So I just had to put it aside. I could not continue with it. And like I said, I don't know if I'll pick it back up or not, but it just did not work for me. The next book on my list is The X-Hex by Aaron Sterling. This one, I listened to maybe 15, 20 minutes of this before I just had to turn it off. I listened to the audiobook back in October. It was supposed to be for one of my Halloween spooky reads. I wanted to read a witchy romance. And I had to DNF in the middle of the first chapter. I couldn't even get through the first chapter. I seriously only listened to like 15, 20 minutes. It was so terrible. From the juvenile writing to the cringy dialogue to the annoying cheesy characters, I could not take it. I just had to turn it off. It was so bad. All right. The next book on my list is another T. Kingfisher book, and that was her newest release that came out just this year, A House with Good Bones. Unfortunately, it's not looking good for this author either for me. There is one more book that I do want to try and see if maybe that one can redeem her because I know she's a very beloved author that many, many people really like her stories, and she is a great writer. I think her prose are very detailed and descriptive. And like I said, with the nettle and bone, they can be very lush and beautiful, but there just wasn't much substance. It just really felt like a lot of flowery words with nothing behind it. So she is a great writer, but I don't know, maybe it's just these books that I'm picking up. But this was another disappointing book. I listened to the audio back in October and I DNF this about 40% into it. I did not like the main character at all. 
There was a lot of woke nonsense being pushed and that would be another reason I wouldn't pick her up because if there are some super liberal authors that just want to keep pushing these woke leftist messages that I do not agree with, I'm not going to pick up and read their stuff. But the story itself was also incredibly boring. There was literally nothing happening. I was almost halfway through the book and I was just waiting for something to happen. There was just so much of nothing. I was so incredibly bored. I couldn't force myself to continue with it and I just had to stop. And in the last book that I just could not bring myself to finish this year that I DNF'd, which was my first DNF of the year, is Flower Heart by Catherine Bakewell. I read this book back in May and I DNF'd at about 17%. I didn't hardly get into this book at all. And the main reason, again, there was a lot of liberal gender ideology pushed in this book. There were a lot of characters that I did not think were appropriate to be in a YA book. I just did not agree with the messages being pushed. I just was completely turned off by this book. I couldn't continue with it. Also, the story wasn't pulling me in and the main character just seemed really immature and whiny. And I just, I could not deal with it. It was just not working for me whatsoever. All right. So those are all the books that could not win me over. They just didn't work for me. And I could not recommend any of these to anybody. But again, if you have read these books and you have enjoyed them, then I'm glad your reading experience was much better than mine. And if these are authors that you really enjoy, then like I said, please continue to support them because I will always respect an author and the time that they take to write these books because I know it's a lot of work, but sometimes it just doesn't work for everybody. So that's all I have for this episode. Stay tuned, though, for my next episode, which is going to be a lot more fun because I'm going to discuss my top favorite books of the year. I have so many I'm so excited to talk about. I have some new all-time favorites to discuss. I found some amazing new authors that I absolutely love and want to read to zero now. So stay tuned for a much more positive episode. Until next time, my book friends, happy reading and happy new year. Well, that's all I have for this episode. If you missed anything, you can find the companion blog on my website at bookmarksandblankets.com. That's bookmarks, the letter N, blankets.com. If you enjoyed today's discussion, please consider subscribing to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Also, if you feel called to do so, please share this podcast with others who you think may be interested in this type of show. Or if you have a few minutes, I'd love for you to write a quick review. This helps me reach more people, and I would greatly appreciate it. If you would like to support the show even more, you can join my Patreon community at patreon.com bookmarksandblankets. Until next time, my friends, please remember to take care of yourself and always stay cozy.